Hello and welcome to another episode of Pampering Myself Podcast. Hello, 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 podcast listeners. To my returning listeners, appreciate you as always. And for my first timers, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope something is said that resonates with you and that you'll lock us in by subscribing to this channel. Please note, new episodes are broadcast every fourth Saturday at 12 o'clock noon Eastern Standard Time. Well, welcome to episode two of the Empowerment Zone series. In this episode, we'll focus on people-pleasing, something that we don't really think about, yet it can have a great effect on our health. So we're going to go on another journey of discovery. Number one, we're going to identify the signs of people pleaser. Number two, the consequences of being a people pleaser. And number three, a few possible remedies. But before we get started, please note, I am not a healthcare professional, nor am I giving healthcare advice. This information is educational only. However, I am a certified master self-care coach. And yes, there is such a thing. My focus is to help you create sustainable and transformational physical, emotional, and spiritual self-care habits. With that said, let's get it going. Now, just to recap from last month's episode, health is not merely the absence of illness. It encompasses physical vitality, mental resilience, emotional balance, and a sense of purpose. And throughout this series, we'll explore the empowering tools, knowledge, and strategies that can help us take charge of our health, make informed decisions, and create a life that nurtures our well-being. Now, I know that's a mouthful, yet powerful. In other words, we don't have to wait, nor should we wait, for a health issue to happen before we focus on our health. So the main purpose of this podcast is prevention, because knowledge is power. However, it's never too late to learn or practice self-care techniques. So what is people-pleasing? You may know. You may even be one, knowingly, unknowingly. So let's first define it. Well, A people-pleaser is someone who habitually seeks to gain the approval, validation, and acceptance of others by going out of their way to satisfy others' needs and desires, often at the expense of their own. Now, people-pleasers are inclined to prioritize the happiness and satisfaction of others over their own, to an excessive degree. They typically do this to avoid conflict and may struggle to assert themselves or set boundaries because they fear upsetting or disappointing others. 
And while the intention behind being a people pleaser is to maintain harmony and avoid confrontation, it can lead to stress, burnout, and an unhealthy imbalance in personal relationships. Now, you might think, that just sounds like being kind or nice to someone. Well, we've all at that point put others' needs ahead of our own, especially for our loved ones. So why is this a problem? Well, there is a difference between people-pleasing and kindness or being nice. Here's what one author said. Being nice is a natural human inclination driven by the desire to strengthen bonds and contribute positively to the lives of others. Whereas people pleasers arise from the fear of disapproval, rejection, or confrontation. Now, I agree, but I'm sure there are a few other reasons why people become people pleasers, and I'll share that with you shortly. So let's take an in-depth look at five signs that there are, but there are many others, that may indicate you are on the path or becoming a people pleaser. I encourage you to write these statements down and answer them for yourself, being as truthful as possible. Because no no one has to know your answers, but keep in mind, not being truthful with yourself is not only hurting you, but those you care about. Statement number one, you find yourself saying yes when you really want to say no. Now, I can relate to this 100%. So much so that I knew the minute I said yes, I didn't really want to do what was being asked of me. So why? Okay, here's my truth. Because each situation is different, these are just some of the reasons that I may have said yes. I had something to prove. I thought no one else could do it or was capable. I wanted the control or to be included. Now, those are just a few reasons that come to mind. And although they are selfish reasons, they were used by those who identified my shortcomings. Yes, those were my shortcomings. And therefore, asked because they knew I would say yes. Hence, I became a people pleaser. Statement number two, you avoid conflict and try to keep everyone happy, even if it means sacrificing your own needs. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not trying to get in a debate with you. Oh boy, this is a tough one, especially with family and holiday gatherings. Now, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this. Folks get get together and they reminisce about the past and everybody got a different version of what really happens. It's called selective memory, people. No, 
Don't drag me in your mess. That's when I go silent and I turn my attention elsewhere to avoid confrontation. I'm not taking anybody's side, even if I know the truth. Hence, I was a people pleaser. Statement number three, you have a hard time setting boundaries with others or enforcing them when they're crossed. Now, this is a tough one if you're a people pleaser, because setting boundaries may create tension, guilt, and even a loss in a relationship, especially if you've always been the yes person. Hence, I'm a people pleaser. Statement number four. You often take more responsibilities than you can handle because you don't want to disappoint others. Perhaps this has happened to you. People have a way of making you feel guilty. I can't tell you how many times I've taken on roles or positions in these various organizations I belong to just to please others at my own expense, deferring my own plans, my dreams, or my needs. Some of these responsibilities will stretch over months or years, altering my time and my life. Hence, I am a people pleaser. And number five, you avoid taking risks or trying new things because you're afraid of what others might say. Here we go. I like to think I don't care what people say, but apparently that's not true. To a certain certain degree, I am a risk taker. And those who really know me know if it's something I'm really interested in, no matter how difficult it is, I'll try it. But I am not the one to share or suggest my ideas for others to try for fear of what they might think of them. Hence, I'm a people pleaser. So those are just a few signs that you might be a people pleaser. And what's important here is to identify it if you are and how to overcome it. And even more importantly, is to be truthful. I can't express that enough because that's one of the hard things to do. So the research tells us being a people pleaser can have severe consequences on your health and well-being, and it can also affect your relationships. And I'm going to share five ways and how that can happen. Number one, when you constantly prioritize the needs of others, you risk losing sight of who you truly are. Number two, You internalize your thoughts and emotions instead of expressing them openly for fear of what others think or upsetting them. Number three, you can develop unhealthy relationships with those who might take advantage of your selflessness. Don't I know that? 
Number four, you begin to second guess yourself, seeking external validation instead of trusting your own instincts. And number five, you become resentful. Because you bottle up your emotions and your feelings of frustration and anger instead of addressing the issue. And that can cause you to take it out on others. It's human nature, as I previously stated, to please others. It's believed to have originated from our childhood and carried into our adult life. My research shows there are a lot of psychological reasons why people become people pleasers, which I am not qualified to interpret. So if you believe this is a major issue for you, I suggest you seek professional support. But no, there are ways to overcome being a people pleaser. And once again, at magic number five, I will share just a few. You first have to acknowledge you are a people pleaser. Now, this was a real eye opener for me, but even more so of an eye opener to admit it out loud. Because a lot of times we just don't want to admit our shortcomings. And it's just like any addiction when we talk about drugs or alcohol, when those people go through the 12-step programs or whatever. The first thing is admitting to themselves. Because if you don't think you're a people pleaser, then the, the things will continue to happen. You'll get continuously drawn in to certain things. And then you'll wonder why. Number two is to set boundaries. They say we teach people how to treat us. So setting boundaries serve as a barrier and it defies how you want to be treated. But more importantly, you reclaim your power. Now, setting those boundaries may create some problems with people because you have been the yes person all along. And now all of a sudden, you want to tell them what you're not going to do or what you're not going to accept. So it might create some tension there, but it will free you. So what's more important? Number three, learn to say no. It's okay. And you don't always have to feel you owe them an explanation. Once you say no, let it go. Now, what I did when I recognized that I was saying yes before I even considered my time, um, availability, just, just the whole gamut of what I was saying yes to without even knowing all the details, I had decided because I had been caught up in it so many times that I would tell people, give me, um, give me a couple hours or give me a day or whatever. And then I would either seek out the information that was necessary for what they wanted me to do, or I would consider, and I shouldn't say, or it's, and I would consider my time, check my calendar. If I'm available, 
Did I really want to do it? Was it possible? What I mean, it would just be a whole series of questions uh, or check marks I would put the request through to see how viable it was. And then I could get back to them with an answer and an answer that was more um, rewarding for me versus worrying about them. Number four, get out of your own way. In other words, confront that inner critic. Remove all of those negative thoughts and replace them with positive ones. Some of the things that they said in the um, research was that um, we lack the confidence that probably people pleasers have low self-esteem. Um, they don't think, they seek validation from others. And, and t- to a degree that might be possible. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that all of these reasons fit in to me or to you, but these are just a, a, a combination of reasons why people become people pleasers, and it may or may not. So when you do soul searching, you will recognize what is it really within you. No one else has to know. No one else needs to know. But you need to find out for yourself what is really behind it. And number five, make you a priority. This will help you become your authentic self. Know your purpose, build your confidence, and take your power back. Not to mention how it will minimize any health issues. Because when we talk about the health issues and the things that people pleaser experience, is I said it in the beginning. Stress. Stress is the cause of um, a, a lot of things, a plethora of things that can cause all types of illness for us. And that's we're constantly hearing that now in the media more than ever before. I did a whole research paper, a thesis on stress, and yet it attacked me as well. Um, so we're not immune to it. We have to, um, we're confronted with stress every single day. But when we make ourselves a priority and learn self-care techniques and set boundaries and do certain things, then we can minimize all of that. So you want to make yourself a priority, no doubt. Now, as a people pleaser, we try to be everything to everybody. Know this for sure. It's impossible. And eventually, you and those around you will suffer if you continue on that quest. So in summary, breaking free from people, pleasing behavior can lead to personal growth, healthier relationships, and improve mental and emotional well-being. Isn't that what we all really want? So whether you are a people pleaser or one who preys on people pleasers, I hope this information 
was informative. And yes, there are those of us who prey on people pleaser. As I mentioned in the beginning, um, when people recognize that you are a people pleaser, they have a tendency of taking advantage of you. So next month, we're going to look at the various ways and how to overcome people-pleasing behavior. And I'll share with you some of the tools I used in making that transformation and the results. And yes, it is possible. And yes, to a certain degree, I will always be a people pleaser, but not to the degree that I was before. And things have gotten much better. I'm much healthier before it and certainly much happier. So I like to leave you with this quote. Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. By William James. So until next time, don't forget to pamper yourself.